My name is Matt Brown. Enjoy yourself, dog. You bitch, fuck you. Y'all gave us the run for our money. Yeah, I'll see you. All right, take care. Thank you, work on that golf game of yours. And let's start the show. It's Morant. Oh! A jawbreaker! everybody the world is a better place because you are here to join us my name is matt brown and i am the host of the productive conversations podcast it is friday may 6 2022 this is the 150th edition of this podcast thank you to every single person who has supported us and we are here 150 episodes in and we have plenty more where that came from what an honor to be here what a moment it feels good and as i said let's keep it going show 150 right here right now and we're going to focus on the NBA and talk some other things in the future as well. So before we get into all of that, I want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. We're in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at Prod Convo Pod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So yes, the 150th episode is taking place. Wow, a year and a half of doing this show. And who would have thought at the beginning of this show number one, I created this podcast because I just love the medium. I wanted to figure out a way to put something on my resume to make me look and seem legit. And 150 shows later, we are now working in New York City again at a production company. We're editing TikToks on the side at another startup. And we're, you know, Ubering as well so we can stay afloat. But I'm very happy with where I am with my new job. I'm happy that we are figuring out ways to do podcasts on top of this new schedule. And let's just take it day by day, work hard, and continue to see where this goes. I know initially we were supposed to have the dating pod this week on top of this NBA show, but some things got in the way. I had to pick up some more work and I plan to spend the weekend editing that show and we will definitely have the dating pod up for you next week. I promise that and it's going to be epic. It's going to be special and it's a great time. It's one of the best shows we have ever recorded and I can't wait to release that to you all next week. In other news, my Yankees are the best team in baseball. How about that? With stellar starting pitching, players starting to hit like Aaron Judge, Gleyber Torres, John Carlos Stanton's looking good, Anthony Rizzo's being a stud, and so on and so forth. The Yankees look awesome right now. And give credit to the Mets. They are pulling off some great things too. With their position players making moves, the starting pitchings also holding their own, especially Max Scherzer, and, you know, props to the Mets. It's going to be a very, very exciting Subway Series that will take place in July and August, 
and let's just keep this momentum going. Let's have a great summer of top-notch Yankees baseball. And for the Mets, you know, good for them too, but it'd be nice to see them do well, and everybody will be happy with New York baseball. Obviously, it's been a fucking terrible decade for all New York sports, and you know what? It's our turn. As COVID cases are at least getting under control, and we're figuring out things there. Let's enjoy the summer where New York baseball is king. And I'm very, very thankful for that. The Knicks, obviously, we wait for the NBA draft. Uh, the Rangers are in the playoffs. Obviously, a very difficult game one loss in triple overtime that I stayed up until almost midnight to watch on Tuesday night. But you know, when you have 79 shots against Igor Sisterkin and then you have some terrible calls from the refs, you uh, lose these heartbreakers. And, you know, overtime games are both exhilarating in the playoffs and also extremely nerve-wracking. And it did not work for the blue shirts on Tuesday night. But we are recording amongst game two right now i'm literally watching game two as the puck is about to drop while recording this and i hope by time this is posted that this series is tied going back to pittsburgh this weekend so let's go rangers i have not covered hockey during this podcast except briefly talking with the such with it but i do enjoy rangers hockey and i do follow it and you know, let's see if we can fit in an, M- an NHL po- podcast during the NHL playoffs with or without the Rangers there. So we'll figure that out as time goes. And let's focus on today's show, the NBA playoffs. Yes, that's right. NBA playoffs, the conference semifinals are underway right now with each series starting. You have the Heat and Sixers. You have the Suns and Mavericks. You have the Celtics and Bucks and the Grizzlies and Warriors are the remaining eight teams in the NBA playoffs. And we'll also talk about the teams that came up short in the first round, especially the New York, sorry, the Brooklyn Nets after their series sweep. Well, there's definitely some legacies being shot after that. And yeah, there's a lot to cover here. We could also talk about Minnesota putting up a fight. We could talk about the Raptors putting up a fight. And, you know, we'll reflect on where we see these series going. And even though they went underway, I think it's a good time to just check in with the NBA crew, the productive NBA crew. And we will focus on where each of these series are going. And who do we expect to be competing in the conference finals in about what? A week and a half to two weeks from now, it's very good. There's been a lot of great games. There's a lot of new stars making a name for themselves in this postseason. And yeah, let's talk with the crew. David Bach, Desmond Price, Bars the God, Alex Ranelio, my guys to talk all things NBA postseason. And let's check in and focus on the conference semifinals. Let's do it, guys. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. 
Everybody likes a great check-in. And of course, we have to check into this stellar NBA postseason so far. For real, even though there wasn't one game seven, a lot of games down to the wire, very physical play. It felt like solid 90s NBA basketball. The refs are just letting these players play, and you got to love it. And we have to break down what's going on so far in the conference semis and eulogize some of the teams that have been knocked out early. So with that, the NBA, the productive NBA crew is here to talk all things postseason and as we check in on the matchups and what's going to happen. So with that, David Bach is here, host of Fresh Faces, New Ideas. Bach, what's up? What up, guys? I was just doing stream. We were uh, talking about all the all things Roe v. Wade. And uh, what else were we talking about? Uh, Chris Balls. It's good. You guys should listen <laughs> to me. I do lots of politics. Definitely. I'm sure you're excited for a little break there. We also have host of Independent Thought. Desmond Price is here. What's up, my dude? Uh, you know, I'm doing a little bit of politics myself, just staying off the stream for a couple of days. Got a new podcast season coming up next week. So I'm excited to take a break out of the politics world and come talk about some sports for a couple hours. Are you on band? this. Why weren't you banned from uh, the um, wasn't your podcast banned for a little? Are you, are you in band? I'll, I'll tell you after the introductions. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> OK, so yeah. something uh, something we love people who will always fight for the uh, First Amendment rights there. So glad to see you there, Desmond. Alex Renelio is here. I see you've been killing it with the um, painting game making murals it's mural season doing some good work there what's up alex yes sir happy to be back with you gentlemen um just finished my mural for hartford taste festival we're expecting about a thousand people including the government uh including the governor in connecticut on next month so very excited well congratulations that's awesome and we have bars the god here killing it wherever he goes in the state of connecticut as well as alex takes care of northern connecticut Bars takes care of Southern and Bach take care of New York and Desmond takes care of Montana. And I can't keep up in New Jersey, so I'll just admit that. But bars, the God, <laughs> what's up, dude? How you doing? It's the new New Jersey devil, Matt Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Please let all the people know, bars. But how are you doing? Great to see you. I'm always solid. Happy single to Mayo. You know what it is like? That's right. Happy Cinco de Mayo to all who celebrated both responsibly and not responsibly, but hopefully you didn't mess up too much there. And what's great about today is there is no NBA playoffs, so it's a good time to check in as the games resume by the time of this recording this Friday the 6th. And let's get to it, guys. Let's Before we get into the broader scheme of things, I mentioned, like, there has been some really physical play going on in all of the series that's taken place so far in the first round and transition to the second round. How do we feel about the refs letting these players go at it? I mean, so I didn't see the the second Memphis game, but I thought mm-hmm. the Draymond tech was, was kind of nonsense. Yeah, he was trying to save the guy, and then he gets kicked out. I mean, look, look to be fair, like – Dylan Brooks is essentially like what happens if you cross um, uh, Grayson Allen with PJ Tucker, where <laughs> he he just like tackles people and then kind of hurts them in the same way Grayson Allen does, but like is better than Grayson Allen. So, you know, things like that are going to happen. I see. I thought, I it was see. Like a repu- 
Oh, sorry. I, th- I was just going to say, I think it was more of a reputation call because I didn't see that kind of, um, I didn't see it as that flagrant as they called it to be. And just to, you know, further to your point, Matt, I think like it's, they've been kind of over calling some of these hard fouls. That's kind of what the playoffs are about. So I, that's just my opinion. I'm a little more old school on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree okay. as well. I agree as well. Um, the refs have been letting them do their thing, but that Draymond call was a little like, you know, it was unneeded. Um, yeah. Because if you're gonna call that on him, you might as well call what happened. What happened uh, later on to Gary Payton? So yes, and the man has a broken elbow right now, which we will definitely get into when we talk about the Warriors and Grizzlies and how that is a factor. But um, yeah, any other words, Desmond? You like this um, more physical play, '90s NBA basketball type of stuff? You know, I, I like the I like the how the refs let him play a little bit more overall. I also didn't think that that Draymond play was, um, was like, you know, flagrant too worthy, but yeah, no, I like the, I like the, the style of play. I like that they're calling calls less. I, I feel like sometimes like the regular season NBA is unwatchable, which is how they call all these fouls, especially on certain people like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like James Harden back in the day, not so much this year, but you know, people like Luca Doncic, they just like live at the free throw line looking for the most, like just like the most basic love tap to get to the free throw line. So I'm liking the actual play where the people fall into the ground, refs looking at them like, Hey, get back up. Let's go. So, yeah, I'm with it. Awesome, awesome stuff. Now, transitioning to that, before we go to the specific series, I think I will throw this question out and it can lead to a good conversation. But out of the teams that got knocked out early, which includes the Brooklyn Nets, Atlanta Hawks, Toronto Raptors, the Bulls, Pelicans, Nuggets, the T-Wolves, and Jazz, I want to ask you guys, which of these teams are you most interested in seeing what their next move is after being eliminated. And I can start this conversation. Obviously the Brooklyn Nets has been the most surprising in the sense of um, most surprising exit. Now, not saying that they were overwhelming favorites, but no one saw a sweep coming when Kyrie and Kevin Durant were first signed in the summer of 2019. Who would have thought that at one point during this run, they're going to get swept in the playoffs and in the first round. So, nobody. yeah. Like not, said, not, that, not, not even in the first round, in a series that both of them were healthy in. Like, yes. if, you said that, if you said they were getting swept, you'd say, oh, well, both of them are hurt. Right. Not the case. And this leads to so many questions. I first, The first one I want to bring up is focusing on the Nets. Steve Nash, he was severely outcoached against Ume Ukudo. Um, get him out of here. Yeah. Is it good. time? Is Is it time for Steve Nash to go? Does this prove that? I mean, reckon that he had experience as an exec with the Warriors, but if you just put a big name player in there who was a point guard, and we know that point guards usually make good coaches, but do you feel that Steve Nash needs to go and they need a more experienced coach uh, moving forward? Can I go first on this one, y'all? Yes. It don't matter who the coach of that team is. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, here's the reason for it. You know, Kyrie Irving uh, is, is one person in particular who won't be coached. Like he just, he just plays his game no matter who's at the helm. He ain't going to listen to no coach. I, I mean, I feel the same way about him as I did about LeBron. 
and go into a different sport, actually someone like Peyton Manning. Like when they get on mm-hmm. the court or the field, like they are the coach. They are going to run whatever they want to run. They don't care what's drawn up in the timeout. I mean, Kyrie told us from the beginning he has no respect for any coach that came onto that who came onto that team. And so yeah. it doesn't matter what coach you put in that role. Kyrie, as long as he's there, is going to be a disrupting fashion because all he wants to do is play that ISO ball. That's all he's going to do while he's there. He's not really a team guy. I mean, can we be fair about that? Is Kyrie a team guy? And it's not on Steve Nash to fix a roster that had, like, serious issues. Like, who – they didn't have anybody on the wing – the, I mean, look, let's let's be having Ben Simmons actually would have solved like some of their wing defensive issues, yeah. but they like they have no they, they like to like he got the short end of the stick on a lot of that. Um, it was pretty bad for most of his uh, like he couldn't do things like they were first of all, they're on match. This 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 Celtics team is just bonkers good. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like there's there's not like much that he could have done in the, this case. Also, he's ended up with like four separate teams since he's been there. Like he, they had James Harden for, I think the three of them played a total of like 20 games together. And then he had James Harden and Kyrie for like 10 minutes. And then Mm -hmm. Kyrie wouldn't get vaccinated. And then they played together for like eight minutes. And then Katie was out. And then, then he, Katie and Kyrie coming back together at the end. And that was like it. Like there's no consistency on this team. Um, you know, you can't it's kind of similar to the Sixers where they've they've had like no consistency for like the last year. Um, like their longest stretch was without like they were doing really well. They were at like the almost the one seed before they traded for James Harden because they were consistent. Like if you're not consistent, you can't blame a coach for that. And also the roster is really shit. <laughs> well, I that, agree. that's where that's where I was going to meet you guys in the middle, Desmond and Bach, because it's like I think they're both. They have big egos on the roster, so it's hard to manage egos no matter who you are as a coach, even if you're a second-year coach or you're Phil Jackson or, like, a seasoned coach. But then also you have roster issues because you don't don't have the height, you don't have the length, and you don't have guys who want to play defense outside of a couple guys like Bruce Brown. They're allergic to defense, bro. Yeah, or Claxton. Like, you got a few guys that are scrappy that will play defense, but, you know, you're outmatched on defense, so – and um, I think that that series was just tailor made for Boston with their length on the on the perimeter. So I think it was a combination of both things. I'm gonna touch two points. One, uh, like Box said, it's like a lot like the 76ers. Like it's just they just consistently keep falling apart at the worst times. Uh, Joel Embiid has, I probably feel like the shittiest luck. Yo, I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll mm-hmm. get there. Ever touch exactly. the court outside of Grego? <laughs> like, um, but fucking uh, to touch down, um, on what Alex said, it's like they're not. It's like defense is like not a thing anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to double back down, '90s '90s basketball was all about fucking defense. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like, that's why there was so many gritty, rough, like physical plays because it was all about defense. You can't stop them. Well, throw your body in there. Like yeah. these dudes is like, oh, they're coming down the paint. Let me slide, bitch. Block <laughs> the ball. Like, what are we doing here? Throw yeah. your hands up. Sacrifice a limb. Do something. It's a team sport. They don't have an enforcer. That yeah, and, I mean, and, like they have no bigs. Like, like Andre Drummond. The the idea of him from like four years ago is still better than what he was. Bro, bro, you they got rid of they got rid of. They got rid of. Don't tell me DeAndre Jordan because he's a ghost of his. He was a ghost of himself before he got to Brooklyn. Oh no, <laughs> my boy, the fro. 
Oh yeah, Jared, oh, Allen. Jared oh, Allen. Jared Allen. Jared, they got rid of Jared Allen. That was a big mistake. Yeah. No, it, it's yeah. not just that though. It's also a leadership thing. Like when your two best players yeah. won't even try to play that hard at defense, what does that say to everybody else? You, really, like, you, you saw that have a drama queen and a prima donna. You saw that this year with the Lakers too. Like LeBron was taking so many plays off this year. You could see it on the rest of the he rest of the Lakers. Like wouldn't roster. even go in the transition. Yeah, they, they wouldn't even go. try. So it was like, oh, like why would I close out? LeBron won't close out, but on his team like the Celtics, you know, like Jason Tatum. Like he's out there working his ass off on defense. That trickles down to the whole team after that. Like everyone's like, oh, my star is playing defense. I got to play defense for damn sure. Well, it's a, it's a mindset because these guys are like, they're two ISO players. They put that, you know, they got big egos and they, they want to do all, they don't, they don't want to do any of the heavy lifting. And that's where an accountability on the coaching level needs to step in. But if Steve Nash is not that guy, then it's kind of, you can't really fix that. Well, the question becomes like, do they, these players want to be coached? Because these are grown men. They're not, they're not kids. <laughs> Sometimes right? so I mean, it like, feels like they don't like it's literally you know I mean? like you can put any voice in there, but if they're like, Hey, I get paid $40 million a year. I don't care what you got to say. I mean, what can you do about that? Well, I, I mean, that on ben Simmons, they ask on the bench. Yeah, but they won't do that. Yeah. It's the question right. like, who's, who are they going to listen yeah. to? Like, who are they going to respect? There's like, there's like three or four coaches who everyone like universally. It's like pop uh, Eric Spolstra and Bill Jackson. You're talking, about, okay, Jackson, you're talking about active coaches yeah. right now? Yeah, I don't know Spolstra's, if Bill Jackson walked on the bench if, if people would respect him anymore. Uh, he was Spolstra such a disaster. Like the oh, no, no, Bach, I'm making, I'm making a separate argument. I'm saying like coaches that they would respect enough to like to handle egos, to manage egos. Oh, no, but like you got to talk about who the players would respect. It's like Pop and Spolstra, like they know. Um, well, currently, yeah, but you got it. I don't know who the third one would be. Steve Kerr? Nah. Steve Kerr, I think, would be the other one. Yeah. Nah, even then, let me say this. Pop. It's too much of a hard ass. They wouldn't fuck with it. Like, yeah. Well, that's why Katie didn't come here in 2016. They listened, they listened to him as long as Tim Duncan was active. He's like, and they, come on, like, after that, it was over. Like, like Popovich is an asshole, but he knows how to coach. So you got to take it, like, <laughs> and works. Yeah. What worked out for Popovich you, was the fact that Duncan would listen because when the, everyone yeah. saw Duncan listen to Pop, and they were yeah. like, okay, well, if he's listening, I got to listen too. But Duncan's been there since he was a kid. So. Yeah. You know, it was kind of the and, same situation as like Belichick and Brady. Like as long as Brady was there, he could keep everybody in lockstep until like in right. line. But as soon as he went out the door, like Tim Duncan did, it started to slowly go away. My last question against the Nets before we go to another team is: Kyrie's up for an extension. Do you give him the extension or let him play the contract year? It's I Sean couldn't Marks. say hell no more passionately if I wanted to. I mean, if it's I'm in that, if I'm yeah. the executive. I couldn't wait to get Kyrie out of there. Like, give me anybody. And I hear our, I hear Rudy Gobert doesn't want to play with Donovan Mitchell no more, so send him to Brooklyn. They're not you think, send, they, would, they're not gonna you think they would do a trade, a, a one-on-one John oh, no, Mitchell? No, Kyrie no, they're going to trade. If they're going to trade for Gobert, it's going to be Simmons. Okay. That's a They're going to trade Simmons for, for Gobert. But I just wonder if Sean Marks. Guards, honestly, if you're looking for a point guard, you trade Kyrie for D'Angelo De- Russell. I would never give up D'Angelo Russell for Kyrie. You, you mm-hmm. they gotta have a better point guard than D'Angelo Russell. You know, I think this is, this is actually a good transition. The T Wolves. Now, I made the uh, dumb mistake of saying they'd get swept. They did make it a six-game series. They made it competitive throughout, and the T Wolves were alive during their series against the Grizzlies. Do you guys expect them to uh, just need 
needing to add a few more pieces and going farther with this? Did you like the play that was going? Um, How do you feel about the T-Wolves, even though they got knocked out? Um, Let me go first on this one, because I want to answer the question that you posed to us in the start. I think that my most um, anticipated team is the Timberwolves. Mm -hmm. I had them going seven games. They went six. I was close. They still didn't win. Um, But I liked what I saw when they played. And what I mean is when they when they lost, I didn't like that shit. It was so lethargic. It seemed like they were just like, we're here, but we ain't really here. And you got you got these guys running up and down on the court on you. Fucking John Morant is an unspeakable animal. So I I, I understand why they ended up losing, but you gotta do better. But I feel like they're just like one or two pieces, even bench pieces, away from making it out of the first round. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yo, Anthony okay. Edwards is is a dog. That dude is that kid is good. He is yeah. That is like, and you need talent to be tougher and like smarter. And worth um, it. It's like I think if you brought Jimmy Butler back into this team, that would be like a huge difference because then they would be hand- they'd be able to handle it. We're um, never giving Jimmy back. Not without. I, <laughs> I actually read. I was reading an article today that one of the <laughs> like, um, the one of the the, the sneaker like like unexpected trade def, des, destinations, and one of them was James Harden to Miami. <laughs> I just fucking lost my shit. I was like, nobody is trading for James Harden. Oh, you don't want he's willing to take a massive pay cut. I mean, if he's coming to Miami to retire, like not play on the team, like kind of play he's got his hazard role, <laughs> we'll take him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, but like no, the Timberwolves are gonna be they're gonna be good. They need to they need um a little more from uh their point guard. Uh I think the Dim- you sent I think your Dimwitty over there and they got it. I think the T Wolves Russell's better. I really thought they were gonna go seven. They obviously had the talent to go seven. They blew three fourth quarter leads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like you just play a little more poised, and those are three wins. I mean, we're talking about their, them being the second round right now. Uh so obviously they got the talent to be good to go forward. Anthony Edwards is a star. I mean, just give the, give that man a couple of years. You're going to see what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, but for me, you know, I think it really comes down to the fact that like cat can be your best player on that team because yeah, years he is, not. he is not poised. He's in been this league years, too long not. to be making these dumb plays that he makes, you know, just bad shot selection, like bad attitude, just, just, just making too many, just like losing basketball plays. If he's your number one option, that's a problem. He needs to be number two at best or else your team's never going to really be anything special. So they got to get someone to be better. Hopefully that'd be Anthony Edwards. He'll like elevate above him. And then, yeah, a couple more people off the bench for some depth who will just figure out a way to not let the game slip away. I know that they're a three-point shooting team, but sometimes you got to be like Drew Holiday and just get yeah. in the paint and get that tough bucket to like stop the other team's momentum. Like momentum's a big deal in basketball. People don't take that for seriously enough, I think, in certain times. Especially in I the mean, playoffs. They could have gone to seven. I mean, if Anthony Edwards doesn't go for that steal in game five. There's so many moments like that, though, right? How many moments did it come True. down to like one or two things that made them lose the game? They lost three games in the fourth quarter. I mean, but, but like he said, they blew three fourth quarter yeah, because leads. they could they could score. They look like like their offense is is great. Their defense is <laughs> and look. They got they, like Jaden Daniels is still like super young, and so is yeah. like Edwards is like 21. The kids been playing basketball for like five minutes. How old is uh Vanderbilt? Oh, he's young too, though. I think it's like I like I like him. I like him. I feel like this team is not as fast as the Grizzlies, but it's got the grit. 
So the Grizzlies like, struggled but, against them too. Yeah, come on, they it wasn't really easy. Did. They did not make it easy for them. Like this, this Grizzlies team is just wild, man. I love this Grizzlies. This is just. I can't so wait to get to the Grizzlies. I can't wait to get to the Grizzlies. Definitely, I'm saving. No, that but this one. like like of the most exciting teams that got knocked out of the offseason. It's it's the Timberwolves. Like yeah, like yeah. they're like they're the them and the Raptors are like the only teams that you can look at themselves like you know what I feel good about going into next year. Like we we mm-hmm. we're in a good place. Like everyone else is basically like screwed. And you know what? I'm gonna agree with you because. It came down right. between the Raptors or the Timberwolves. Ultimately, I chose the Timberwolves, but the Raptors aren't far either because the Raptors took what two games, one game, two games. For a second, people games. thought could they be the first NBA team to go to win a series down three zero? I know they the got they got destroyed by be. your team in Game Six, but who would have thought for a second they they did put up a fight. They almost won game three. I mean, I told you the Sixers. I said Sixers in seven because I was like, the Sixers are known to choke. So, I mean, like, that was. Yeah, and then having James Harden and and Doc is, you know, that doesn't help. The Sixers (laughs) are nothing but a joke. I mean, that's that's not fair. Maxie's the truth. Maxie's the truth. I don't know if there's more, like. Maxie's a beast. If there's, like, you said it earlier, but Embiid is the most cursed NBA player since Greg Oden. Like, think about his, think about his career because now we're reverse. That man would have won a title in in fucking Cleveland if he doesn't get hurt right before the draft. Like mm-hmm. he plays his, he gets drafted number one in that year and stays in Cleveland to start his career over going to Philly. Like, think about the things that happened to him in Philly. They took Ben Simmons and then chose Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. They took Jaleel Okafor over literally anybody else. They could have had Giannis <laughs> on that team. You're also forgetting the fact that we t- – I almost forget what the dude's name is right now, but that one guy who we had to, like, ship to Orlando, we oh, took yeah. him. And the fact Markel Fultz didn't work out. Markel Fultz. We took him over Jason Tatum. We yeah. could have had Jason Tatum. But like if Markel Fultz works out, this turns out differently. Like that's true. Or if we just draft Jason Tatum, Markel Fultz and Ben Simmons are supposed to be a one-two punch. You slide Embiid in there, you got a big three. Like that, what like Markel Fultz, where he in college would have been perfect for him. Like, like that was the player you needed. He's like. Did he also get hurt though? No, he had like he had like a mental breakdown. <laughs> I don't play basketball for. Oh, like- people can't <laughs> handle Philly. You know, it's a different type of city, okay? People it think it's tough playing in New York, but no one ever talks about New York is, that nobody, way. Vincent, that's the thing is Ben Simmons is very thin-skinned. Like, I didn't see that working from the beginning because you could tell he had issues back in college when he opted out of the NIT. So, mm. yeah. I just don't, like, I, I agree with everything you guys just said. Hmm. Well, I think then in that sense, you know, we felt in pretty the most part the names of the biggest names, obviously the Nets, the Raptors, Wait, we gotta and Tables made a push. Yes, I was going to do that. The other one with Utah and their their loss. I'm hanging up my Utah jersey. Kaboom. (laughs) So that's what I think. Is it time to blow it up? There's not a single person worth keeping on that team. You trade everybody. 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 Don't leave no one. Don't even think about playoff aspirations for the next five years. I need you to hit the draft heavy. There's not a single agency hard. Like, there is no... Oh my God. First of all, get rid of Rudy Gobert. I've never seen such a great defensive but underperformingly offensive seven foot tall player. Like, he's so underwhelming to be seven foot tall. <laughs> no, no, <Same>. Ben Wallace <laughs> was better than Rudy Gobert offensively. Dude, nah, Ben Wallace, ben Wallace was, Ben Wallace won a chip. 
Well, he's he in the NBA Hall of Fame, too. I mean, he won a chip because he could play Shaq one-on-one. I mean, he didn't win it for like for actually getting buckets. Oh, okay, but like True. he played Shaq yeah. one-on-one. <laughs> right, but, no, great defense, but he wasn't getting buckets, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but they had him there for the big body. They had right. Rick Hamilton, Mr. Big Shot, and Rasheed. I they, love that 04 that, Pistons team, he man. Was sick. That that team was great. I love that. That's that Their like so spiritual serious. successor is like these great. Darko Milicic, like <sighs> Larry Brown coached. Actually, my first NBA game I saw in person was Knicks and Pistons, that team. The Knicks Ooh, won. Okay. Okay. Back in February 04. One of the most yeah. fun things ever. But um blow the squad up. And you know, I'm hanging I, up my I'm hanging up my Utah jersey. I'm only gonna be a Donovan Mitchell fan from now on. <laughs> Why? He's not he's overrated. He's he he's he's, he's CJ McCollum with better PR. Well, McCull- you saw what McCollum, you saw what McCollum did. McCollum's cooking. He's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah, but he you can't we you know they, he's acting like he's the number one. Like who's two like I, I think you can you could probably shift Gobert to like a whole bunch of different places. You can send him to Dallas, you can send him to Golden State, you can send him to like Oh uh, Golden Brooklyn. State. That's a good idea. Uh, no, no, Golden State needs to go after Mitchell Robinson because he's cheaper and it would work better. Um, uh, but like, you could send it like, like I don't know where you, like Rudy Gobert has places. You need to go to like a team that doesn't really need him. Send him to, to Toronto so they can do like the, uh, he could do like the same thing Marcus All did, and then they can not play him in the f- last five minutes. Um, I like, but nobody else on the team has any value other than him and Donovan Mitchell, and I don't know who like. Like the Knicks, who did know about that? Was was the dude's name Brandon you know, Clark? I, want that. I think he's a decent young player. Brandon Clark? Who? No, 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 Clark no, um, no, Clarkson. Who am I thinking of? But can you, who, Clarkson? Clarkson? Yeah, Clarkson. Oh, that's what I'm like, you can get. What, I was just gonna say, he can't be your highest scoring player in the playoffs. Sorry, Bob. I mean, honestly, when I when I saw the Jazz play the Mavericks, one thing I could not get over was the fact that they felt like a slightly faster version of the Lakers, saying like they had barely no athleticism. They had almost no offense. I mean, their defense wasn't that great either for a team that's supposed to be like anchored by the defensive player of the year multiple times over. I mean, it. I was thinking, I was like, how did this team get the five seed? Well, it's, I mean, it's literally because it go, it's easier in the regular season. Like their defense in the in has been like this. They don't have a wing. Like they don't especially have a, like after watching the Pelicans like dominate. I was just like, how are the Pelicans the eighth seed in this tournament? Oh, can we honorable mention the Pelicans, please? Are we going? I think we're going to get there, right? Yeah, we, we are. And leaving. they have they was got... leaving before before this. He's not leaving anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Zion, Zion's not leaving anymore. He was leaving. He'd be before. dumb too. Mm. Mm. But wrapping up things first with the Jazz, we definitely see them breaking it. Is there anyone to blame to for it. for this diabolical failure? They didn't make it past the second round or anything. They had yeah. so much potential. Whose fault is this? Their front office. Um, the entire yeah. Jazz organization. I agree. No, this no, they like have a really good. They have a good coach. They, they, it's their front office for like doubling down on the fact that they've had the same issue for three straight years. It's that they have no perimeter stoppers and they have no ability to go small. Who's, who's yeah, their this coach? feels like a roster construction issue. Yeah, I mean, it feels like. Yeah, they just didn't put a good team together, which is just like time for a GM to get fired. As far as I'm concerned. Well, that's why they brought Danny Ainge. That's why they bought Danny Ainge. Yeah. Well, I mean, he can't fix a team in one year, so at least. Nah, but like, well, but that's yeah. what I know, but that's what he's there for. He's going to start fixing that yeah, team. He's got to make a move for that wing. Yeah, I, didn't I he just of, retire for of, like health reasons? I wouldn't get rid of Michael Connolly, no. but I'd I'd relegate him to coming off the bench. 
and I'd go and get me a dynamic point guard or someone where Donovan Mitchell isn't controlling the ball. He could find and pick his spots. And I would go out and probably get like a Miles Turner, a big dominant big man, got great blocks. He could get, he could probably give you anywhere from 13 points and probably 15 rebounds, you know, something like that, probably three blocks that like, and then I would keep, uh, What's old boy? Their wing player, Royce O'Neal. Oh, I thought he was a wing. He not a wing. Oh no, Royce, Royce O'Neal is like he's like shitty Jay Crowder. <laughs> okay, all right. So I might trade up. I might trade up. It, for, it's everybody. Uh, they have no. They have nobody. Nobody is untouchable. Trade everybody. That's what I'm saying. You need more defense. You need someone three and D. No, I, you, like, you don't. It's not you. You need three and D. It's this. This iteration of your team has failed. It is time to build from the yeah, ground up. Bog- Bogdanovich's defense is shaky at best. And you can probably get good money for you can probably get a good deal from him because they yeah. they were very good. Like he was in They got rid of Niang. They sent Niang to what? Philly? Philly? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> He's not good. He's not good. Now talking about Niang? New Orleans. Now talking about New Orleans. A four yeah. to two series, but a lot of fun. These guys have more playoff wins than the Brooklyn Nets, with players like CJ McCollum leading the squad and all that fun jazz going there. It was very intriguing to see. Does Alonzo wish he didn't leave? So no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, with these Pelicans, you know, led by you know, led by Willie Green after a great first year for him. For a team that went thirty-six and forty-six, getting two solid playoff wins, um, you got to give them credit. This was definitely awesome to see after they fired Stan Van Gundy last year. Now, you said one big point you made, Bob. Zion is definitely not leading now after taking the year off and all those things about weight problems and all of that. Is he going to go? keep him out of the gumbo? Like, <laughs> is he going to join his boy? Um, and, uh, the Knicks and RJ Barrett. I don't want to want that. Why wouldn't you want to with Bryn- Brandon Ingram going in? And as I mentioned, CJ McComb, Larry Nance has been great. Um, Yo, they got Larry Nance in that throw in like as a throw in. And I'm like, yeah. you guys are out of your mind. Larry Nance is fucking good. Yeah. So- like, it's still being stirred. No, this this Pelicans team is this team is fun. They got a they got a bunch of weirdos on this team, and they are a fun bunch of weirdos. Like <laughs> I love their seed. backup point guard. Their backup point guard might be my my favorite underrated player of all time. That shit when I watched him, like when I was watched some of the what, recaps. Alvarado. Yeah, and he would like hide in the corner. Literally lost my shit laughing. That's like the funniest thing I think. I, I have never like I have never seen a basketball player who literally plays hide and seek in the corner. Um, it is like the fun. And look, like Brandon Ingram is kind of been the same player for like the last three years, but he has his moments where it's like it comes together and it's like holy shit, this guy is really good. And they're just like. They they they're really just a Zion size hole for being aware uh, away. But like this 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 team and Willie Green deserve like an ungodly amount of credit for making it to the playoffs for how bad they were to start this season. Well, they started like what one in sixteen or something. One in twelve. One in, yeah, and yeah. No props to Willie Green because I think this is his first coaching gig outside of being an assistant coach in the yeah. past. And um, no, at a certain point, I mean like. 
I agree with everything you said. I think that Brandon Ingram's basically played the same way he was ever since he left the Lakers. Um, he's definitely taken the elevated step the last couple of years with the all-star games and appearances that he's been, been, been playing in. But um, now that you get um, a second guy who can get his own shot, like McCollum, things open up for him where he could play a little more one-on-one, take advantage of the height difference with his matchups and kind of get to his spots a lot easier. So the, the, the court entirely opens up for them, but I'm excited for this team too, because I think that they are a one Zion big step away, but at a certain point, if he has one more faulty season where he's, you know, coming into camp, not ready or he's injured or whatever the case may be, they're going to have to make a decision with him. I think his contract situation is more interesting than Kyrie's because I don't know what you, you have to give him the Embiid contract where it's like if you don't play like 30 games, you get paid like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't I don't know that Zion would want to leave after this. I mean, the smart thing to do is to be like, hey, this team's already good without me, which takes all the pressure off of you as like a, a quote unquote, like supposed young star. Right. I mean, all you got to do is overall just pick. He's got to just go in there and just fit in. I mean, they just proved that they could play with one of the best teams in the league, and they pushed him those whole six games. I mean, you know, Brandon Ingram had never been in the playoffs before, but he proved really quickly that he belonged on that stage. I mean, he was willing to show up and, like, put up, like, 20, 25 points every single game. I mean, it's one thing to do it, like, once or twice, but doing it every single game, like, when you're the guy in your first playoff series, that's kind of a big deal. Valanchunas had a decent series. Those two young guys, what was it, like, Herb? Like, what was the Herb Jones. Herb Jones, Jones that kid can play defense. I mean, the Alvarado kid was kind of pissing me I off, like but, I, days too. but I respect his hustle. Um, and yeah, McCollum had was inconsistent, but you know he's better than what he showed in that series. This team looks good going forward, man. You Zion should be excited to get a part of this team because well, he don't got to do that much. He's got to just like, fit in. Well, and, and I think you kind of lose the leverage when you're never healthy, too. So I think that he needs this team more than the team needs him mm. at this moment in time. So just in terms of contract negotiations. And it's not like he can't get traded later. Like, like if he wants, if he signs whatever max he signs, it's not like he can't say in like two years, I'm out. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. I mean, I would stay in New Orleans if I was him. Obviously, other people left and they feel salty about it. I'm sure Lonzo Ball would rather be in, in New Orleans right now than getting swept out in the first – oh, was it? It was in five games. Was in five. He was hurt. Yeah. That was part of the reason, too. True. Oh, no, was yeah. he not – True, but even if he was on the no, court, they still would have lost in five. Let's be serious because the Bucks yeah, lost Yeah, but I don't think too. they would have been that seed. They would have been higher because he's he made a big difference for that team. He also – they weren't going to pay him – Whatever they pay, whatever the the Bulls pay, I think they paid him what four for sixty eight or something like that. He was. I was trying to find a nice transition to the Bucks Bulls conversation. That's true. <laughs> oh yeah, that Bulls team is done. It is done. It that, is guys? over. Oh, we could just gone. make it blade it. So yes, oh, losing no. four games to one, Chicago with the sixth seed after really after being a top team in the conference all year long, and then just really steep down and let the Bucks take it over, the Bulls just making it before the playing games. They lose big injury Lonzo Ball. You saw DeMar DeRozan, who people thought was an MVP candidate at one point, dwindle down. I mean, all you just had like Vujic and Zach Levine, just things not clicking where they should be. And what was it? Um, Let me just check right here. They lost four of the last five games. I mean, it was tough. Really, really tough, and uh, it did not transition well in the playoffs. As I see right here, none of the games were close at all except game two, which they actually won by four. But, um, yeah, 
Yeah, tough, but it took tough it stretch took, for like th- that game. Both Bobby Portis and Middleton got hurt in that game. Yeah. Former Bull, by the way. Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. I remember when Bobby Portis got drafted, and I was like, "That's a good pick." Um, but he he had to go play that one year in New York where uh, he he like figured out how to play like he could like figure things out, and then he he became like an actual winning organization. Mm-hmm. I will say, don't blow it up. Nah, it, does, it doesn't matter. Levine's leaving. Trade. trade. I was going to say so? it's funny. I was going to say get rid of Zach Levine, and if you're going to bring somebody in, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> for who? You gonna trade what? Levine for Donovan Mitchell? That's a side grade. I, know, I think the Bulls are still a couple of years away from him. being real contenders, but you know, over Zach Levine, they got a decent, they got a decent foundation right now. They have, yeah, they have some nice pieces. They got that um that point guard kid, and I still like Patrick Williams. Um, you know, Lonzo and Caruso is still like. Like a not stupid, a bad intelligent backcourt. bad cork. I mean, look, obviously, DeMar DeRozan's not going to be fucking Superman again. Um, but maybe for uh, another year. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Don't discredit the fact that DeMar DeRozan did help have the Raptors like number one in the East while he was there for like at least two or three consecutive Listen, years. The reason DeMar DeRozan is good is because he played in San Antonio as well. That's how he learned how to be a point guard. Now, but now losing Lonzo was a big part of this. They don't yeah. lose Lonzo. I feel like they might push the game a little bit more. You feel me? Or at least not get blown out. So, like, maybe this is where Rudy Gobert goes. Maybe he goes to to Chicago, be their defensive provides, anchor. Su- provides defense and no offense, but they need offense. No, they don't. They don't. They, no, you, you. If you keep this team, like. Like you can create uh, the problem. You can't put Gobert into this situation because of um, DeRozan's inability or uh, reluctance to actually shoot anywhere outside of like the mid range. Um, so you need somebody like Levine and and Lonzo to to compensate for that. So you do need a Vucevic, but you need more of like like a Miles Turner or like a younger Ibaka, where you have more of a defensive anchor, but they also have to have the ability to shoot. I'll take a young Ibaka. Oh, Dude, I loved Young Ibaka. Those, I like the fact they broke those teams up is, is like criminal. <laughs> also, I mean, the fact that they started Kendrick Perkins is criminal too. <laughs> hey, they went to the finals that year. They did. I, I, and I they know, lost to who? and they lost because they started Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> 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 also, they were like twenty-two, and then they never played together. Like exactly. That, I'm just like, I mean, they were all that young, and they went to the finals. I'm just like, that was James, a scary and, good team. And James, that was James Harding's only final appearance. And at that point, he was relegated to being what a sixth man, pretty much. And even then, that was a mistake. If I'm the coach of that team, I'm like, listen, he's he's a starter. Like, how he was playing in the in the last few minutes of the finals anyway. It was like he was already playing. Just made Sorry. no sense having him off the bench. Who well, they had started? Um, Andre Roberson, or is that somebody else? No, no, no. it was they, the one dude who got hit like in New York Tabo. or in Atlanta. Tabo Sepalosha. Yeah, he got yeah because that, that oh was that God. was when you still they went had to like Atlanta. The, yeah, the, <laughs> huh? the cops broke his leg. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lawsuit against. I think it's the NYPD. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought it was in New York. Yeah, I remember. Tabo. That. I was wondering whatever happened to Tabo, yo. <laughs> Tabo, Seth, Seth. So yeah, pretty. That yeah. Um, that last thought. No, like, look, I, I, I don't know. The 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 Bulls team is 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 it's hard. It's still hard to tell because like it didn't really work in the way that they put it together. 
Um, it worked for a little bit, but I don't really know how much better they get. I'm just mad at Chris Middleton for messing up my Bucks pick because if he doesn't go out, they would have swept, and that would and that was what I called. I called Bucks and four. Middleton. I also called Bucks and four, but did to the same thing. Like Devin Booker did the same thing to me in in in, uh, in the that series. Uh, as well. yeah. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about another team. Yeah, well, Man. the other two we have left before we go into the matchups of who's remaining. We have the Hawks and the Nuggets. In similar positions, not much Let's, of a fight in each series. Also, we know we talked about it before. Nuggets had injury problems. Hawks just have Trey Young by himself on an island. Between these two teams, do we have any thoughts of where they're going to go or what they should do? What do you well, guys but, think between those two franchises? I mean, they lost in similar times, like in similar game series, but they're not, it was not the same thing. The Denver got cracked because there, it was, it was yeah. Jokic and like four dudes off the street. And yeah. I mean, um, like, and they almost won game five. Yeah. yeah. They, they, um, they really did. Like in, in San Francisco. I mean, like, I thought they were going to get to six. I called like Warriors and six. Like the Nuggets came pretty close to making that a reality. You know, the Nuggets are, healthy and bench players away from being a great team. They, they need some depth and they need, you know, Murray and Porter Jr. to actually be healthy. And then that's a, that's a legit contender in the West. Yeah. Like Ooh. Jokic is going to be an MVP candidate 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 forever. Like he, <laughs> and he's going to age really well. He's cause like he's, he's not, out. he doesn't, he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. That's, that's true. And, like and the, the, the Hawks on the hand, this screwed, man. But, that, but that's but I, I think both these teams have a lot in common. They were just like they had long playoff runs the past two years, and I think attrition caught up to them a little bit with injuries because they're both injured. Like uh, Atlanta, I like how they're constructed. I love Nate McMillan, and I hope that John Collins comes back healthy off that new contract. But but Atlanta doesn't have an answer. Like Trey can't do anything. No, I know if he's not controlling the ball, and they showed him, and they 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 showed out on him. Like if you just uh, if you like body up on him he's not going to be in the same thing like he kind of caught a break last year um, playing the Sixers well also he played that Knicks team that was dog shit and and only Knicks fans were support, were, were happy with that oh, it's um, coming at you it's coming at you hey man. though to be fair <laughs> I have been I agree consistent in a way I, I called that, that series, that, that, I called uh, that series wait last till year. next year that Knicks why <laughs> well, you Julius Randle <laughs> no Julius Randle's gotta go but he's yeah, if he goes you have Westbrook you know what I'll take my chances <laughs> with that remember he gave us essentially gave the fans a middle finger, not saying Russ won't do that. He's already fought fans, but um, at least uh, just some type change of scenery. And then when Thibodeau actually gives these young guys mints like he should, then we'll see where we're going. But, you know, we'll talk about that when we talk draft lottery and stuff in the summer. But you know, Atlanta's yeah, problem is, it, is that the fact that Trey Young is can't be your number one option. Hmm. And they and don't I, have anyone I mean, to push him off the ball. I'm, I'm saying like even like Trey can't be your number one option because he's too streaky. Your number one option this? has to be consistent, and he's not consistent. How about this? They need two better, solid number two and three options to hold Trey down when he's streaking. They need right. they really they need Jalen Brunson. They need you need a you need a guard who can push him off the ball. Well, not this Jalen Brunson because he ain't showing up in this series. But we'll get to well, that. Yeah, yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, we will yeah, touch on that. Yeah, the, but like, they, they need that type of player. They need somebody to put him off the ball, and then he has to do like 
he so Trey basically has like two type of uh, models for his career. It's the James Harden type, which he, he he wants to do, and then there's the Steph Curry type, which he really should be doing, where he's engaged in that off ball movement and using his passing and his shooting to create lanes for everybody. You need somebody to push him off so he can do that, but he doesn't want to do that, and that's going to hold this team back. Also, they like John Collins could have developed more into like a like a like a passing combo guard type of uh, wing as well. Like, they could have done that as well. DeAndre Hunter doesn't really have that many skills either. I still think Dre... Still, hey, is that Sam? Yeah. What up, Sam? What's up, bud? I haven't seen you in so long. I hear you, but You want to hear real quick? Yeah, wait. I'm um, sorry to interrupt. Oh, it's okay. I paid for this time. Alex, by the, by the way, that's a dope hey, picture. Alex. You go AFK. What's up, bro? What up, what up? That's Bars and Desmond. Hey, Bars and Desmond. What's up, man? What's up, man? Yeah, how you guys doing? Any just quick thoughts on how the rest of the, pl- of the <laughs> conference finals? Uh, let's see. James Harden's going to the Sacramento Kings. Harden to the Kings, yeah. Harden to the Kings. Anyone else who's going to win of who's remaining left of these teams in the conference finals? Who do you think is coming out in the West? Who's coming out in the East? I think the Warriors are going to come out the West. And it might be the Bucks coming out the Eats. Okay, Warriors yeah. and Bucks from Steve. Yeah. All right. Is that a hot take? I don't know. My breath stinks. All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks, <laughs> man. All right. Peace, guys. All right, man. Yo, be safe, G. That's my room. That's my roommate, Sam Achari. Sorry for the uh, interruption, but you were saying, Bob? Oh, um, they just need to develop. Like, they need, they need that other guard. And, like, there's no reason they don't, like, because they have guys who can do that. Like, like Herder and, and Bogdanovich can push him off the ball. And he should in, initiate that. But like Hunter is not developed great. Um and like the idea of him is better than than what he is. And I, I he played like, phenomenally though. He did. Yeah, but he could be more. Like he he has more in him, like in, in, like in that way. Like he, he just like clunky dribbling. And Collins could do a little bit more. Like it really comes down to forcing Trey to be more Steph than to be more hardened. Because he not can't having- do the hard thing. Not having Clint Capella, which they I think they led the bat that they led the league in points off the pick and roll. Like they were like number one, I want to say, if I'm correct. Don't don't quote me if I'm not correct. But mm-hmm. if I'm correct, I think that was like the number one connection pick and roll wise was Trey and Clint. And he had that. You know, they also went up against a really good team in Miami. So, you know, it's it's I'm biased, so I'm just gonna say it. Like they had no chance of winning. You know what I'm saying? They even brought back Victor Oladipo when Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler was out. So and Vic, can I make one request really quickly here? When we start talking about the second round, can we just do the Sixers in Miami first, just to get it out the way? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. We will make sure that's the first. I agree one. with Des. That actually yeah, happened to be it on my agenda. It, it's but the worst series. Just finishing up the eulogies. Of the Hawks and the what? what nuggets. I, I busted, yes, Hawks and Nuggets. Yeah, blow um, up the Hawks, in my opinion, blow it up. Blow it I up. I mean, they, but like they, they have the pieces to make a move. I just don't know where that move is. I don't like the. I mean, something about hey, the Hawks needs to change. I don't know if it's roster construction or if it's or if it's coaching, but like, like the way that they're playing the game is not championship level. Like, you're not gonna just. Yeah, I, I just don't think that the way that they try to approach in winning games is gonna work because a team like Miami was able to pretty easily shut them down. I mean, like you should be able to with the talent that Atlanta has, they should have made that a more competitive series. Like Miami just sucked them out the building, like they weren't even there. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Like this team doesn't like they they're definitely better than they should. They're, they're worse than they should be. Like they have good pieces. Like on like if you're playing this team in 2K, they're good. But like in reality, they're not. <laughs> yeah, something's wrong with Back. with Atlanta. Indeed, Back. indeed. Um, did we did we already utilize the Warriors? I mean the the Nuggets. It, we were doing that like the yeah, same pretty time. much at the same time in there. But do you have any other thoughts there? Just real quick, injury ridden team. If you're yeah. going to eulogize the Nuggets, throw Russell Wilson in there. Russell Wilson in there for showing up. The oh, bad luck shot. <laughs> death of his career. I feel it. My death oh of his my. career. Listen, <laughs> as far as the Nuggets, I feel like um, Jamal Murray. We haven't seen him play in a year, um, and that's really what the Nuggets really need right now. They need yeah, their Jamal Murray back. Um, they need their Michael Porter Jr. back. Um, well, they I need the Michael Porter the Jr. from yet. last year, like in yes. the playoffs, not the one that started this season. He was shit. I don't, I don't think we should blow the Nuggets up yet. I There's think no two more, two more like bad playoffs blow them up. Um, first round sweep, or no, not sweep because they pulled one out, right? They got five. Yeah, it was, yeah. the fact that they made the Nuggets playoffs is is why Jokic should win MVP, but they're probably going to give it to Embiid. I think no. if the Nuggets had the three point shooting that the Mavericks have. And you have Murray and Porter Jr. That's a dangerous team. I think they just need they need sharpshooters on the outside, like like four or five of them. Murray, Jokic, Porter. That's a solid team. I can't wait to talk about the Mavericks too. Oh, I got <laughs> some ass. Yeah, I haven't oh seen man. Well, let's get to it. Let's talk about the conference semifinals. As requested, we first will talk about the Miami Heat versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Currently, that's we gotta series, go with first. <laughs> that current series is currently two games up. Um, Miami up two games to none. We have a Heat and a Sixers fan. I will leave the floor to you. Tell me what you're thinking, Desmond. All right, here's the deal. We didn't get a chance to do this before the round started because had we done that, I would have told you that I thought that the Heat were going to win in five. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that the series is going on, I'm thinking Heat in four. Uh-oh. But but here's here's the deal. I am encouraged as a Sixers fan today for a couple different reasons. I think that Tobias Harris, when I said the, when I said the first time we met, I said he had to prove it to me that he was like worthy of being on this team. I think he's more or less done that. He's really he's shown up in the first round. He's shown up so far in the first two games of this series. Maxie's the truth. I think he's a great piece going forward. Um, but besides that, this team got a bunch of just like, I'm not sure why they're on the team, people. I mean, Niang sucks. Um, yeah, Paul Reed. Paul Reed probably ain't bad. Paul who? Reed. Who? who? <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. Would you rather have Paul Reed or DeAndre Jordan right now? I, we have them both. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still Does rather it have matter? Paul Reed. Does it matter? Like, but I mean, the, you played the like team, honestly, the, the only time you played well was with Paul Reed playing. The, the team is poorly constructed. That's not on Embiid. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if he was there, they'd be struggling because Miami is a deep team. This is a very, very deep team Miami has. And they they pulled out an all-star like out of sickness. He wasn't even there the whole year. And like, oh, by the way, Victor Oladipo is back. How do you feel about that? So, I mean, they don't even need Lowry to play this series. So, no, right now, Sixers are going to get knocked out probably in four, even if Joel comes back. I mean, we might get it to, to a fifth game so that Miami can advance on their home floor. I guess sell some tickets if you're Miami. But, um, yeah, the Sixers ain't going any further than this. This was a decent season for them, but the roster construction just ain't what it needs to be to be a championship team, and someone's got to take accountability for that. Well, I mean, also, to be fair, like, 
James Harden has lost like four steps, <laughs> in, and that certainly does not. You know help. what? I still support that trade though because yeah, and we got him for that, we got him for a dude who wasn't going to play. So no, I mean, I'd rather have a guy, at least a guy who's going to be on the floor. I mean, keeping Steph, Seth Curry, and and Drummond probably would have helped you a little bit too. I but like, like Seth Curry, but you know what? <sighs> I was it, still okay with that trade, but I I, I do like Seth Curry, but yeah, yeah I, the, the problem is, is going not, to be our. Are you going to enough. give James Harden $50 million? I like this Heat team, though. I believe in this Heat. Like, even though they're beating down my team right now, I like this Heat team. I've always been a Jimmy Butler team. fan. I like Bam Adebayo. You know, Tyler Hero is a great player. I mean, this Heat team is legit. I think they're going to give the Bucks a good run for their money in the next round. I, yeah, that's why I said Alex, the Bucks. Now, now, understand that we gave the Bucks a good run for their money two years ago in the bubble. They, they came back, um, did us dirty. This year, I have a lot more faith in us um, holding the Bucks out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, with Chris Middleton out, I, I, I definitely I think he'll be back by that, right? Do he we, should be back in the next like, game or two. No, I think um, he's out the whole yeah. – no, I think he was, he was ruled out the whole second round. Hey, you say that, but so was Zevin Booker. He was ruled out the whole first round. <laughs> I'll look <laughs> it up really quick just to make sure. Uh... But you Booker wasn't supposed to play in that first round series. Look at look at game one, round two. Tyler Hero was looking like fucking Steph from the three point line. Tyler Tyler Hero is not a sixth man. They just play him as a sixth man just to mess with people. Yeah, he won sixth man of the year. I know, I know. He's technically (laughs) a sixth man, but he's not a. Oh, he got six man like a James Harden. And by the way, yeah, yeah, no, they do it because it it balances their roster better because it lets him do uh, it. It balances because now you have another dominant scorer like on the bench, so it's just like you're never not scoring at a high clip. Which is the position that Russell Westbrook should have took for this year? He should have got off the bench. Yeah, six so Westbrook can't shoot. I shoot better than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but at least you, at least you driving the <laughs> shot troopers now. It's like you and the, the, the bad bats just rolling through. Like, like at least y'all might be able to do something. Hey, I appreciate like, the bad batch reference. They should have had a new season come out the, yesterday, but they didn't. By listen, the way, we had, um, we had the fourth pass us. May the fourth still be with you. Yes, sir. By the way, Chris Middleton's ruled out for the next two games, possibly can go back for game five. Oh, well, that, plays good. that plays right into my like uh, into my prediction anyway. But we, we won't get there. Yeah, next, no, like, look, the, 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 the thing for Philly is is MB just has the worst luck. And I, I feel bad for him. I hope they give him MVP because he kind of deserves it. Um, I think he was, you know. He had a good season. Embiid is not the problem with the Sixers. He's not. No. no. Um, I do think you need a new coach. I, I just I, I I think it's like I, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable karmetically having Doc Rivers and James Harden on the same team. I, I think that's like inviting like you know you're gonna go into a game seven with them and you already know James Harden is gonna shit shit the bed. Like you just know. I'm, look, all I'm trying to say is when we have our role players are people like DeAndre Jordan, uh, Cork Moss, uh, like Niang, Danny Green. I mean, we don't have good depth. So, I mean, like, no, when you talk crazy. about like, yeah, when you talk about like a championship level team, that's not a championship level bench. And so I'm like, you don't matter who the coach really is until you put together a better roster. You put together the good roster first, then you bring in the coach because the coach can put in a system in, a, in an offseason. It's, it's like we're talking shit, but I'm literally looking at their roster and I'm looking at it. Danny Green had three points. In, Listen, in Danny two, Green, like, will, Danny Green will do Danny Green things and I'll have like a year where he forgets how to shoot. He'll like forget how to shoot for a month. But Danny Green's a winner. Bro, the he man was, was a winner. The, he was a winner. That's the past. Thank Fresh you. Face. That was, the past. He won a title two years ago. 
That was the past. James Harden was in the bubble too. James Harden was good two years ago. That's over now. He was a Ray Allen travel away from being finals MVP. I don't know what happened to him in the last two years, but his time has come. Wilson used to be a walking triple double MVP. Yeah, but he didn't never won anything though. (laughs) Exactly. So we could talk about what they what they are, but what they I mean what they should be, but what they is is not that. So well, that's why you James Harden Steph, Seth Curry because Seth Curry would have been fine coming off your bench. Let's look at let's look at James lay, Harden's. Yes, they should have kept Steph. I think Seth. you lay a lot of this. I think you lay a lot of this at Daryl Morey's feet too because he got fleeced in that Brooklyn trade. Yo, what fleeced? They did like they pulled his pants down, turned around, traded all their roster. all their roster. You're seeing it now. They have no depth. Right, Dude, but Ben like, Simmons has a huge contract. So, I mean, like we actually, I think we locked out here. You still got value for Ben Simmons. You couldn't keep him any longer, but they still lost a lot of the depth that they needed. So it was kind of like... I still think you should have traded him to to Sacramento. Yeah, and we got the ghost of Pat Millsap on our team now. I mean, I I didn't even know he was on the team, bro. Bro, Matisse Thibault. Yeah, I thought that I thought Brooklyn waived him before they traded him. Like, I thought like two months earlier they had to waive him. Just switch out Tobias Harris for the weekend just to see if anybody notices. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can flip Tobias for something. I don't. Uh, yeah, he's a good, good player. I, I don't Zach know. Zach Levine, maybe. That would be stable. That would work. Dude, but I love Matisse Stiebel. Matisse Stiebel, goose egg. You can't. No, but hold on. To be fair, man can't. He laid a fucking man can't shoot, but minutes. he can lock people up. I mean, his three isn't bad, and he's still young, so I think he can develop that. Yeah, he's three. still like but he's, he's only like his thirty. He's like league. our Bruce Bowen. Yeah, you, Bruce you Bowen. Play like, Bruce Bowen was fucking. Yeah, I mean he's not he hurting people. Three. But he can hit. Well, three. you know what I'm trying to say. He's our defensive guy who occasionally makes the shot. Yeah, you know, that that's what he's out there to do. Like Tyrese Maxey had 34 points, phenomenal. James Harden had 29 and four. That is pedestrian playoff numbers. That is. Yeah, that is like, I got. Yeah, Harden's done. Harden's that's done. But I'm, I'm encouraged bro. by Maxey. You know what I'm saying? I'm encouraged by Maxey. I think he's going to be great. Oh, and beat us out. And beat us out. So I guess I got to score 20 points. Nah, bitch, you need to score 50 points. You need to get into that double. You, but he can't. Like, yeah, no, he, he can't do it anymore. Like, it's obvious like, that he can't well, do it anymore. When you like, tire you yourself just, out in the regular season, what else do you expect? Well, <laughs> like, he t- no, no, it's not even, it's not that he, the, it's not that he, like, he physically can't anymore. I don't know if it's because he's, he's still fat or his hamstring is bothering him. But, like, he cannot – like, even in Brooklyn, it was, like, kind of obvious that the passing is still there. Like, he's still a fantastic passer, but he cannot get around anybody. He's like, in his 30s not, now. They're, they're he's not, just not as fast as he used to be. You no, see him with Chris Paul, too. Not, like, they're not, not giving him every baby foul. They're not giving him every – That's true, too. They're not – They're not. Yeah, he's not I mean, you play he's 90 games a year every single year. I mean, that's that's a toll on your body, yeah, dude. And he was an Iron Man. And he was a high-usage person. He's kind of like how Doncic is now. Bro, if you breathed on him, he was going to the foul line. Yeah, but right. like but he, he was worse than Jordan. was worse than Jordan. Shot clock. If you even yeah, looked he, at Jordan, Jordan was going to the line. But this nigga, if you even wave in his his presence, well, now they changed the rules. So now yeah. you notice who's not scoring as much as they used to in the regular season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, definitely, we see another season end on the horizon for Philly. Maybe next year, the process, who knows? But, uh, hey, man, I know that you, know, you feel me up in New York. I, I know you um, do. Well, we at least we get to the playoffs, though, huh? Oh, <laughs> the new era is going to start. The 2020s is the time for the 
New York Knicks fan to prosper, except in this year. But uh, you have oh, that over buddy. me, but that's going to change, Desmond. You, you watch. And for the other no East Coast there. matchup, the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, one of these stellar physical matchups I was talking about. Series tied at one. It's a best of five at this point. Where do we see this leading into? Well, I think Alex should go first, being the Celtics fan. He's not a Celtics fan. He's a Celtics fan. I thought he was a Celtics. I apologize. Oh, uh, no, brother. I'm a Lakers fan. Oh, I got you. No, no, no. But I called that series because I, I believe in Boston. I hate saying it, um, mm-hmm. especially watching Winning Time on HBO. But uh, mm-hmm. no, nah, I mean, no, I, I this team, like, they're loaded. I, I think this is probably the best series in the semifinals, um, predictably, like, at least from my perspective, I think that, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll open it up to you guys. Cause I got, I want to see what you guys have to say first. Um, uh, is, yo, is everything good? Y'all can hear me. Cause it says my, my connection is yeah. a little, unsafe. yeah, you're back. You're back. What's up? All right. So, um, I feel that this is a pretty good series. I kind of want Boston to take it, but, um, I, I, I would love some revenge on Milwaukee. Won't even lie. Um, I feel like we can handle Boston. They are a bit dynamic on the floor, though. I won't lie. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're looking really, really, like, good. But, like, the problem is when they lose, they lose. So, it's like, um, they're, like, what is it? They did blow out the Celtics, um, the, the Bucks, but the Bucks handed them an ass whooping. Like, it was, like, it was pretty bad. And Giannis hasn't played well yet. Yeah. Like this he is, hasn't shot even, well at all. We're not even talking about championship series Giannis, where <laughs> it's like he's hurt, but he's coming back in like three games and he's dropping like everything on you. You you saw how he closed out the Suns? Like what? Like it was madness. We're not even talking about that Giannis yet. No, I, I honestly I see this series going six. I feel bad for disrespecting the Celtics in round one. Obviously, I wasn't aware. Uh, but I think the difference between this team and the other team is the fact that I look at that first round series with the Celtics and the, and the Nets, right? The Celtics won a, all four of those games by a combined total of 18 points. So a team that refused to play defense, you swept them, but you barely swept them. I mean, like, for instance, Phoenix, you know, won by 20 points last night versus Dallas. Like, over the whole course of a series, you know, Boston never beat, you know, uh, the Nets like that, you know, over the like total. So even though they're good, I don't see them as being like a dominant force that just came off a first round, like sweep Middleton's not back. And yet, you know, uh, Milwaukee was able to go into Boston game one when they had their full team, including smart and put a beating on them, held them to under 90 points. They get Middleton back in this series. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I think Milwaukee's well, got, got this in six. And yeah, look, the thing with Milwaukee though is they do have the problem with the their large size uh, offense. Like they don't, they're not like they can't score in the same way with their with their big towers, um, with the Bobby Portis. But I mean, they can shift down um, with Giannis down at the five. But like they're, I think they're going to win because he hasn't played well. Like in game one, he had a triple double, but he's he shot like. Like nine for twenty-five. And I think in game two, he kind of forced it a little bit. Um, and and like when it comes down to it, they don't have directly an answer that's gonna stop Giannis. Now, I do think Marcus Smart getting hurt does help the Celtics, though. 
because I think Derek White is a better fit for this series than Marcus Smart is because he can actually shoot a little bit. Um, I'm also a homer because uh, Derek White was our boy for like really good uh, time. Um, but like, I, I, I the Celtics, they, they're just, they, you're not going to beat Giannis. I like it's It's hard to root against Giannis at this point. Jason Tatum's really good, though. I mean, he I is really he, good, though. He's I feel like, like he has the cheat code. He was I really out playing shots. I'm just like, are we sure round. we ain't watching 2K right now? <laughs> I'm serious, I don't want to interrupt. I just want to ask real quick. This has been on my mind. What the fuck are Marcus Smart's stats that he got defensive player of the year? To be the it's, first guard since Gary Payton. Well, it's more that they had the number one defense, probably, and also it's probably one of the next gen stats. Like you know, like when when he's the primary defender, he locks down so and so, you know, ninety percent. Like it's probably one of those types of stats. Like the the next gen stats. Is he guarding Devin Booker? Like is he guarding? I mean, he does like like, guard the best player on the team usually. So I mean, didn't didn't like Tony Allen win defensive player of the year years past for like not being like amazing but stellar defense? He got all thought, team, like all like first team no. defense, I think. No, I thought he won defensive player of the year at least once. I mean, if he did, I thought a guard did too. But if he I don't did, think Tony then, Allen did it. I think he was probably first yeah. team all defense. Yeah, yeah. And and that, that, like, a couple and, times in the finals, and that's when he played on that um, perennial Grizzlies team that I always keep talking about. Well, he was also on the Celtics team, team that won the title in a way. Yeah, so that's where Trick or Treat Tony yeah. came from. Yeah, yeah. So since we're, you know, since we're here already, you know, mentioning the Grizzlies, let's still save them for last because I got a, such a hot take. <laughs> I'm going hey, to do that. that. But is there any more on the Bucks and Celtics that we haven't covered yet? This oh, actually, really I want to I want to do one thing real quick. Yep. Um, I wanted to get everyone's like picks no. for this series. And we I didn't get y'all's picks for the for the Heat Sixers. either. I want to get them down on paper so we Good, know bro. when we come back. If it, Miami. Yes. Five. Oh, I, I believe in beat it for one game. I believe in beat for one game. I think okay. game. I think the game he comes back, he's gonna go for forty-five and fifteen. He's just gonna drop like a, just a stupid game on them. I'm gonna go with Bach too. I second that they will win one, probably the definitely win one at home, and then that's it. I I, I hate to rip you guys off. I got Miami in five. <laughs> <laughs> bars, you're you're muted. Oh, you're muted, bars. It's because he's not a professional streamer. That's what it is. <laughs> got you. Got you. Uh, that's like the, the the funniest joke among all my bad viewers. I, I got a phone call. <laughs> Had to do some business real quick. Um, what were you saying? Uh, who you got in the Miami Philly? Like, what you think? Miami, like Miami. Well, how many games though? How many games? Six. I'll give it six because if Joel comes oh. back, if he doesn't yeah, come okay. back, I'm giving it four. Damn, he has less faith in his team than anybody else here. No. I have an astonishing. No, no, I call heat. I have heat go. four. That's that's no faith in my team. Hold up, now. I got I got the winner for that one. <laughs> I, got, um, like, I literally, I literally just have to put respect on Embiid's name at least once. That's so it. in the Milwaukee Boston series, I'm giving Milwaukee and six. I want to know what y'all feel about that before we go to the next one. I say the Celtics give, uh, and seven. I agree with Matt. Celtics in seven for me. Wait, so do we know Middleton's coming back game five? Sounds like five. Five? According Uh, to NBA TV uh, 30 minutes ago. Yeah, Boston in six. Okay. We're all all on the record now. Awesome. Now for the Suns and Mavs, we'll start with the predictions and defend it after the fact. I think the Suns will win in five against the Mavs. 
looking really good. Devin Booker's back. Um, I think this will be a real chance to see how much Luca needs another person to help him out. Thought it was KB. They could not coexist. Oh, I, have, I, have a, I have a funny question. Um, yeah. Do you happen to know who the, uh, the all-time leader in scoring for uh, single games for the uh, NBA playoffs is? The oh, all wait, time, wait. Like the, the highest point per game. Oh, point per game? Yeah. It's not Over like the course a of how many games, though? No, no, no. Just like the number, like who has the, the highest a, a game average, like for their playoff career. Ooh, ooh, I got it. Not is like it a Will Chamberlain or a nah, it's Luka nah, Kareem. It. It's Luka Doncic. Luka. Really? He's averaging 35.4. Point, point, uh, and, and mm-hmm. Jordan was averaging 35.3. Right, but he's played how many playoff games? Six? I think it's like a dozen. Come on, now. <laughs> I guess that's still counts. <laughs> Wait, who's played six? Luca. But it's like, 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 to, like, it's still, think about it, but to be fair, like, is there a worse wing pairing for him to have started his, both of his playoff series against than Kawhi and Paul George and still the average 35 a game? It's, can you, it, it shows that, it shows the, uh, the power and how talented the guy is. And it's so weird in the Trey Young, Luka Donich, who won the trade. I guess that's still many years to come to decide that, but Luka's definitely in the lead. I could say that. But um, back to my prediction, though, I say the uh, Suns are going to win in five against Dallas. Uh, what is it right now? 2 0. 2 0. Suns in four. Suns in four. I was I, I don't know if you guys saw that stat hole. Let me pull this stat back up because this is like the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. While, while you get that stat, I'm gonna just drop this right. Jalen Brunson uh averaged 28 points last season, last series. 28 points last series. Now he's I want to say, like I'm just gonna give a rough estimate because I'm not really sure. I can't average up the top of my head. He's probably averaging anywhere because he had like eight and then what, like like I forget what he had the first game, but it was in double digits, but it was less than 20. So I'm going to say he's probably like 12, averaging 12 points, maybe 13 right now. That's not going to be enough. And it proves that whoever he was playing in the first round was obviously not good enough to guard him. This round, he got somebody that's locking him up. He can't do nothing with him. Their, their effective field goal range, so like what they're, they're expected to shoot, they shot 22.2% higher. In game two, like this Phoenix team, their their offensive numbers are mind blowing. Every time they put Luca in a like literally, like statistically, every time they put Luca in a pick and roll, they get a layup. It is, <laughs> it is. This team is so fucking good. It is like wild. They're oh. so out, but they're so much better. Like it's not that this is a bad jet, uh, Mavericks team. This yeah. is Phoenix team is just stupid. Like. They're it like is. a great college team in the sense of playing everything right in the game of basketball itself on all both sides of the court. Like, and their shots selection is terrible. They just kill you from the mid range. It makes no wait, sense. Wait, were yeah. we supposed to do our predictions first and then defend it? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Alex, you want to go first or me go first? For uh, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Dallas. Yeah. I got Is that muted uh, for that whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, I got, I got Phoenix, I got Phoenix in five. Phoenix in five. Um, yeah. I got Phoenix in six. I got, I got Phoenix. In I, got, I think Dallas wait, wait, is going to win Game Three for sure. Um, because I, I think that like um, Phoenix like struggles to put people away. Like they're a good team, but 
I, I feel like they kind of struggle to put people away a little bit. And um, I saw I saw some of that with like with New Orleans, like you know, in that first series, you know, they went down they to New Orleans. To they got a little shook when they first got there for Game Three. And um, I, I think the crowd in Dallas is for real. So I think that, you know, home court advantage does matter in the NBA playoffs. And I think that um, you're going to see a lot of the, like the, like the bench players for Phoenix, not have those great games that they had in Phoenix and Dallas and Dallas is three point shooting. I mean, that's for real. I mean, you know, they got, they got blown out in the fourth quarter last night. It was like a 22 to two run or something like that. But like, they they're a good team, and I think they're going to get at least at least two out of this series before it ends. The other thing is, like, I, I think this Sun. The, oh, I don't ahead, know Bob. where Dallas goes from here. Like, like I don't know how much. Like, what do you do? Like, you have to keep Jalen Brunson, right? Like, like how do you get better? Like, I'm not sure where this team goes to get better. That's that's what like the the weird thing for me. Like, like Luca is fantastic, and you do need that other guard. So, I mean, maybe having a series a season Spencer did would would actually make him like a little bit more. But like, you're just gonna walk it up and have he Luca control every like that game that works fine in the regular season, but you, you can't win playoff games like that. Like, how, where do you go to get the second guy? Yeah, Luca. This this type of team always is good, but can't win championships. Like this is the same team that the Rockets had when Harden was playing really great in like 2018. This is the same team that the Cavaliers had after Kyrie Irving left. It's just like let one dude be real ball dominant, like penetrate the lane, and then and then maybe pass out to a player on the corner who's going to hit a three. I mean, you can win games like that, but you can win in championships with that type of offense. Yeah. And they don't play defense that great either. I mean, the Suns are picking them apart. You let sixty-five percent shooting happen on you. That's pathetic, bro. And let's talk about. Let's just talk about the Suns team. They are statistically, on paper as well, just better than they were last year. If you look at it, like, their statistics are just bonkers. They're so like their numbers. Yeah, DeAndre are so Ayton doesn't miss without like yo, dude. Point, like Chris, Chris Paul's plus and minus is ridiculous, yo. But like, I mean, it's always you look at the stats, bro. You see him just take over the games. It was like his, that old man ball just kept working for him. Like you want the Suns to lose? The lane, hey, 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 dude don't, don't knock the, than him. Don't don't knock the the, the point guard uh, game. That's that's how it be. No, I'm saying his old man game. Like he moves slow, like Paul Pierce used to move on the court, right? Just like slow as hell. You're not yeah, sure but like how Paul he Pierce was never the, the, the same level of athlete that. Uh, but now, like, young Chris Paul was an athlete. Like Paul Pierce, right? But he's really not like young athlete. Chris Paul anymore. He's 37 <laughs> year old Chris Paul, and he's still. <laughs> let's look at this. Yeah, let's let's look at this now, right? Um, it was interesting that they attacked Chris Paul really really well i think he was a game one or game game two slowed his ass all the way down to the point where they had to take him off the court i i know i haven't watched any of the games you know what i'm saying like put in someone else from the shock troops but at the same time even with slow like even with like old man paul on the court they're still doing it you could tell like you could tell that he was slowed significantly but he was making he was still making pivotal passes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean i oh, yeah. i still like you know, this Phoenix team is just just bonkers good. And I, I like Miles Bridges a lot. It could um, definitely and they could just swap in pieces. DeAndre Ayton's not playing well. Oh, we'll play Bit Bet Mizbeck Biombo and he'll <laughs> score nine points on four or four shooting because it doesn't matter who Chris Paul is playing pick and roll with. They're gonna they're gonna score a bajillion points. Listen, the the play that you run when Ayton leaves the game is is JaVel McGee getting the steal. Okay. That's the play you get. JaVel McGee gets the steal, runs down the court, gets a dunk. Yeah, he's been playing great in this series. 
listen, he look, we're not that, that look, coming. We're a long way away from JaVale McGee shacking a fool. Like the dude is like a three time champion. Put like, some respect mm-hmm. on his name. <laughs> I mean, he's Olympic like, gold medalist. Yeah, I mean, he's a three-time oh. champion the way that, like, James Jones is, like, a six-time champion, right? Or Robert Horry. <laughs> hey, 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 put some respect on Big, well, you're big talking about James. You're talking about James Jones from New England? From uh, from Miami. Yeah, Miami. Oh, oh, you're talking about, oh, you're talking about um, <laughs> With LeBron, okay. who went into, like, every finals with them. Yeah, he <laughs> every finals team. <laughs> Talk about that loyalty. All right. The final matchup to get into. And it, and this is going to be a lot of fun that which should lead to a stellar Western conference final, the Warriors and Grizzlies tied at one. Again, we'll throw the, we'll throw the, uh, where we see the futures is going to go. I think this is going to be a seven game series and it will go to the Warriors. And I think it'll go to a stellar buzzer beater. From Steph, maybe Clay, maybe Draymond, who knows? Or maybe oh. they are like similarly in game one, down by one. John Moran almost get drives to the lane and ties the game, or, or would take ultimately lead or take the lead and they would lose. But even if that goes seven and the Grizzlies actually would play at home, I still think the Warriors would take it ultimately. But what do you guys say? All right, real quick, so I can start with my hot take. Here we go. Grizzlies in seven. Now. Write it down. I'm going to write this shit down. Grizzlies in seven. Grizzlies in seven. This is my hot take. If the Grizzlies beat the Warriors, they are my favorites to win the NBA championship. Imagine oh, the Memphis Grizzlies winning we the We need to get like NBA the little like finals. post-it notes we put on the wall, kind of like they do for an NBA T on T. Yeah, I like that idea. <laughs> we could pull that off. Man, bars it. The Grizzlies win the NBA finals. I mean, John Morant's legacy. Psh, how about oh, that? Dude. He can retire tomorrow. It'd be he yeah, might not be yeah. a Hall of Famer, but he will give the um the the buzzer beater layup. He, the mean, Grizzly, like, the city of Memphis, the greatest thing since Elvis. But he so, dropped what 40? He dropped 40 to win that game. Listen, mm-hmm. I watched the last five minutes of that game. It was all John. It was all John. Just this literally. Is, no, no, no. I did the, the, I have Grizzlies in six. Taking it. Wow. The Grizzlies in six. You think so too, Bach. Hey, no, they cannot they, they, they don't have an first off. Look, they they should really be up 2-0. They mm-hmm. like like this is not that far from being two zero. The the Golden State does not have an answer for Jaw. They don't have a way to shift Jaw. Like the dude went goes left every time, and they let him go left every. Like they don't have a guy who's going to stay in front of him. They're going to have to start doubling him. And then you got if Jaron Jackson figures out how to not foul, he had thirty three in game one. He can't figure out how to stop fouling the shit out of people. But like. This is a really good Grizzlies team. I love Brandon Clark. I love Slomo. He will forever be the perfect spur because of just how he plays. Um, but like this is a really good Grizzlies team that is a bad matchup for this Warriors team because they like if we're talking about Clay like a year from now and we match up, it's a different story where Clay can actually kind of stay in front of, of Ja. He cannot stay in front of Ja. Andrew Wiggins cannot stay in front of Ja. Gary Payton was their answer for that, and he gone. Get rid of get rid of fucking some Andrew, shaky Andrew logic Wiggins. there. Some no, shaky it, logic there. Because shaky. Luca, 
is put up the same number of points in for Dallas that Jaws putting up for Memphis. And obviously, you know, they still lost by what was like 20, like almost like 30 last night. The Suns like you don't need to lock down their best player to beat a team like you can let the best player go off and still beat a team. And I think the Warriors will do that. I got Warriors in six. And actually, no, let me change that. I got Warriors in five. Okay. Uh, I think Warriors going like what going to sweep this thing up uh, next three games, especially with Dylan Brooks being out this next game. That's why I'm going to get the best of them. Uh, So, yeah, I got Warriors in five right now. I I really do think that Memphis is not that good playing on the road. But let's not forget, I know this is a, a thing of matchups. But they were down double digits three different times in the fourth quarter against the T-Wolves. Okay, I, I think oh. the, the problem there was that the, the Wolves didn't understand how to put a team away. The Warriors don't have that problem. They know they how to put teams like away. And so, like, I'm gonna, hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. I'm just saying I, I think that Memphis has a lot of raw talent, but it's not, like, refined yet. So, I mean, I think, you know – the Warriors are going to be able to like through poise, like take these games away, even though that Memphis has plenty of talent to play with the Warriors. See, mm-hmm. I agree um, partially because um, I, I feel like that greenness they got is what's going to help them beat the Warriors, that young, fresh take on it. Um, Steph is playing like, you know, pretty good, but he ain't lights out like he used to be like, or he's not shooting currently lights out like he used to be. Um, Clay is still good. I believe this could be Draymond's last year as a warrior. Um, Wild. Why? I know. Why? He's I don't know. I, just, I, feel like, I feel like he doesn't provide that oomph that he used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, he and not just on up, just... He, he, of Jokic. Like, he did a great job on Jokic. He's like the only player who slowed him down. Like yeah. he's still like as an individual yeah. and a team defender might be the best defensive player in the league. Yeah. Like yeah, he's there. I their, don't, I don't think they're going to go small. Huh? Ball. He's their key. If they I, want to five to go small ball. Yeah. He's their key there, but there's a way to get around five ball. Like, I mean, small ball. And if these guys are too fast and he can't keep up, like, like I don't know. And the league is just trending towards younger, faster players. Who is their enforcer without Draymond? Because Wiseman doesn't look like the answer. I mean, he can't get on the court, so I mean, he's kind of right. like a Zion right now, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll say this much: you want to talk about with stats up. all the time. I'll give you this stat really quick. Clay Thompson shot two for twelve from the three in game two. You think that's going to be a consistent thing for him? No, <laughs> no. But I mean, like, he goes four for twelve. They win that game and they're up two zero, and that's still a bad shooting night for Clay Thompson. So I mean, I think the Warriors went like five for twenty or something like that from the three in game two. It was pathetic on their part. They're going to shoot better in San Francisco, their role players are going to shoot better in San Francisco. And they're going to be hyped up from the fact that one of their best or one of their favorite players, Gary Payton, the second got knocked out. So I, I get the feeling they're going to come out like gangbusters. And when they go up three, one Memphis ain't going to have no, no answer for them in game five. No, they're going to win this game because of uh, Dylan Brooks is out, but that's why I give them two. But I think this Memphis team, like, look, I, I came into this thinking like, I don't know how much better they're going to get, but like, I forget how young, Jared Jackson is and like how still kind of like fucking raw he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like Br- Brandon Clark, I really liked him so much to yeah. start. Like in the draft, he was like one of my favorite players and they, they got him and Desmond Bain hasn't played particularly well either. Um, but he can get, nah, he hasn't played well yet. And so like they, they're, you know, I think, I think the fact that there's no real answer 
for Jaw, and the fact that like they have Jaron Jackson Jr. and if he can stay out of foul trouble, that makes a difference. I think there's this is just a bad year matchup for the Warriors. Like I think basically whoever drew Dallas in round two was moving on, and I, I think Warriors got the short straw by drawing Memphis. Like, I don't think they were going to, I think Dallas was the only team that they were going to beat, especially unless like if the Gary Payton wasn't hurt, then we'd be talking about something different. But I, I don't think that because jaw creates like the dude comes into four people and throws it behind his head to an open shooter. Like the things he does are just like, he is the most fun point guard to watch. Like since young Derek Rose and, and Westbrook, like, like that's yeah. what it is. Like, like when Steph went off, like when when Steph like broke out and like a Steph game was heating up, it's a different experience. Like when Jai is heating up, it is, you know, he 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 dunks on Draymond one game. That's it. It's over. They're gonna win that game. <laughs> and you know he's gonna it's dunk a guy on Draymond. from Murray State, man. Listen, <laughs> Desmond Bain. I get to make my animal. Like yeah, what's okay, the- yeah. Oh, I was gonna say first. I got to see him when he was at Murray State because they were playing in the tournament um, in the East region for March Madness, and they were in Hartford. So I got to see him live when he made that freaking time. That was cool. But if I had to pick a team, I'm going oh. seven. I'm going seven. Oh, okay. I got the so throwback. Wait, Matt, did you say Warriors? Am I the only person thinking Warriors? No, I said yeah, Warriors in seven. Okay, I, think, okay. I even think just that yeah. – I think also – just because of the veteran presence of that team helps them as well. And I think that'll go away, especially in a big game seven, which this Grizzly team has not played in yet. Even though they do have the home court advantage, I do think that they would fall just short against the Warriors. And remember, who I don't remember exactly which team. The Warriors lost a conference semifinals with Mark Jackson right before they started their dynasty. And... I think that could be a similar situation with the Grizzlies with their young coach and a nuclear they're building. Maybe they turned it to one of the hotter teams of the decade. They also got rid of Mark Jackson right after that. And brought yeah, and then Steve Kerr and the rest is history. Well, I think that Memphis, the first round, they 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 saw their blunders. They saw their problems closing games. I think they they course corrected a lot. And because they're a young team, you know, they got a lot to prove and they're hungry. And I think that they're going to catch Golden State off guard this year. I think that they're taking too much for granted. Bro, when Dylan, Brooks, when Dylan Brooks come back, they got Dylan Brooks. They still got JJJ. They still got Desmond Bain. Um, who else? Who else? Who, who's on that starting five that I'm forgetting? Exactly. Steven Adams. Exactly. You don't know their name because it's they ain't the only players who doing something. You don't something. need to know them. <laughs> the they're, only they're players are doing something. And they're hungry. If they had Grace like... Nallin, they'd be looking smooth right now, though. <laughs> God, yo, you it should be illegal to put Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen on the same team. Like, that's literally a danger to the people. That... Grayson Allen really should not be allowed. Like, he is a legitimately dirty player. Like, there you go. I, How long did Roger Bell's in league for? Kid used to nah. He's just a he's like he's just a big bitch sometimes. But other than that, like he can play, like literally temper tantrums. But outside of that, like he can play. Like, like I don't Dylan think he's Dylan done Brooks, any temper tantrums. Dylan, Dylan Brooks hurt that guy. It wasn't on purpose, but he plays that like PJ Tucker. I'm gonna like basically just yeah throw my chest into you the whole game. And yeah, just, like, bro, tackle you, bro. Whatever you enforce it though. I watched that video like ten times, like I do with everything when someone gets hurt. He like threw his head down and swung his arm up, bro. You blocked the ball up here, like you know what I'm saying. Like you gotta look when you blocking the ball. He was just kind of like, "Come on, little nigga, 
and just push them down, like, in a way. So it doesn't, it may not seem intentional, but he still should get suspended for it. Hot take. I wasn't mad that he did get suspended for it. <laughs> wow, this is, like, like as fun as the, the Boston series is fun for, like, like, the X's and O's matchup. This series is fun because you have, like, there's so many guys who can just do, like, absurdly inhuman shit. Like, Jock could dunk on seven people, and Steph could go for 15 threes. Like, literally anything is on the table. <laughs> and then, uh, As and far then, as things on the table are concerned, I want to just go ahead and re-emphasize what I said in the first time that we did this. I still have Phoenix in seven over the Bucks NBA Finals. Okay. I, I think I... Down. I got heat in the finals. Going I still have Phoenix Bucks in the finals. Oh, I, you can't I, have Phoenix Bucks in the. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But why not? I, well, the, the way you were talking about Memphis, I thought you were going to pick. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Gonna, you said Memphis was going to go. Oh, that's yeah, right. No, no, like this Memphis. It's a different animal playing against this Phoenix team. Like they can, they can actually throw somebody at Jaw who can like. They they're better matched up um, than. Uh, than uh, Golden State. But no, I, I don't know who's going to win the fight, but it's still going to be Phoenix Bucks. I, I, it's, I, I trust Giannis. Like, I have I have no... There's like... It, Giannis it is must, an animal, bro. It, it's, it must be like... Win. Yeah, like, it must have been kind of like watching Jordan, like, where you know that, like, instinctively this guy is going to, like, do something and, like, there's another level. And, like, it's, it's like, I have no... Like, I know at every point he's going to be the best player on the floor. Which could lead them to getting hurt, which would derail their entire championship roster. Like, well, I mean, yeah, lose your best player, hurt, it's that lose anyone's championship roster. Like, but I mean, Giannis is not injury prone, though. Yeah, other nah, he, but he has suffered a few he, minor, he just, small, yeah, except them. Like, like like injuries. But attrition, attrition is the key here. Attrition he, is the he, other team, motherfucker. Bodies, he is Shaq with a handle. <laughs> Yo, listen, attrition, people. And that's the thing, though. If you're if you have if you're forced to constantly go out there and give your effort every night that you play in the game, and you gotta like double down for your teammates too, attrition will set in. You gotta think about it. How much can you dribble? How like his free throw percentage, like in the first season was like bad. Like not the first season, the first series was bad. Like Giannis wasn't looking like Giannis was looking when he won the chip, where he was missing like no free throws. So like we like. We got to take everything to, into consideration. And it's like, yeah, we know he wants it bad, but how bad does the rest of his team want it? I don't know. Bad. All I can bad. see for myself is, like, when I watch, like, the Heat play or the Bucks play, I've already eliminated the Celtics in my mind. If they beat the Bucks, I'm going to feel stupid when we come back and see each other the next time. But I don't think either one of those teams got enough offense to beat Phoenix this time. Wait, 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 don't feel bad, but Desmond, whoever comes out of this Bucks Celtics series is going to the finals. Oh, yeah. is going to shut down. Is going to shut down Phoenix too. That's my prediction. Listen, yeah, if the Celtics Chris do Paul beat the Bucks, I got them over the heat. Chris Paul is so old. <laughs> yeah, but there's like three point guards I'd rather have than Chris Paul. So it's not like that, especially if we're talking about clutch position. Like we're talking like the last couple have minutes. We've been of the watching game. the playoffs, man. Yeah, he takes over these fourth quarters. Yeah, they don't even make no sense. This he is does. like that's why I feel like Ja's gonna whip him out because Ja ends up scoring like what 30 or 40 after being like scoreless. Does like Ja play defense? Though? Mad quarters. Yeah, they they hide him. Does Ja play defense? Because the Suns, because the Suns scored all five positions. 
it's so a like different you, like, thing scoring on Miles Bridges than it is on Andrew Wiggins. And all yeah, of a sudden, the Suns score in every like position. It's like you can't hide anybody on that team because they'll just attack you with whoever they want to. Yeah, like, they're going to put John every pick and roll, every exactly. single pick and roll. Because he's going to drive up on. And we know he's going to drive up on you like you're a drive-through. Score, get his order, and tip the bitch. Like this shit is ridiculous. <laughs> But it's going to be a lot of fun regardless. But so, yeah, I think uh, we checked off everything we needed to. This is going to be a very fun rest of the conference semis. I'll see you all at the start of the conference finals. And we'll see who made it, who didn't, and who has the best picks of this bunch. Thank you, Desmond for notating that for us. But um, I'll leave it to the floor. Is there any announcements or is there anything I left or forgot to mention or any plugs anyone wants to uh, put out to the audience? Doesn't we ain't got no panels coming up soon, do we? Uh, nothing for sure yet. I'm going to say that currently my current playoff MVP is Chris Paul. The old man, according to Bars the God. I mean, he is. I, I think he might actually be the oldest player left. He's like, he's almost 40. I mean, Udonis Haslam, though. Udonis Haslam doesn't count. He's been on the same bench position for five years. I think he was playing that position when LeBron was there. I, I know you didn't. I know you didn't just bring up fucking King Tut's guardian. Like, don't even, like, you just brought up the oldest player. Like, I they have like a special league. exemption to keep him on the bench. Like he doesn't count for their, he, <laughs> their like, like cap. He literally is the only player in the league that never touches the floor, but yet still gets paid. They resign him every player. year. <laughs> He's like a special exemption to the cap. They even call him some kind of player coach or some shit like that. <laughs> like, and and when Eric Spolcher was about to go, oh, let's talk about this real fast. <laughs> All right, make it real quick, bars. What's up? Um, the reason why I got the Heat doing good is somebody said Victor Oladipo was going to be a big change. They were fucking right. I don't know who said that shit, but one of y'all oh, said, said it. The next factor. Um, he is a fucking next factor. He's gonna coming off the bench like Ginobili. Come on, hold on, <laughs> don't be saying. And I gotta end Ginobili it there. Is the cause... best six man in all time. He is the 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 best second round pick ever. <laughs> this is why we appreciate you guys. But all right. Alex Ranelio, David Bach, Desmond Price, and Bars the God. Thank you, gentlemen, for another stellar episode. I will see you all in about a week and a half when the conference semifinals tips off. Well, more like two weeks. But we appreciate you guys, and we'll see you really soon. Take care, guys. It's so always long, a pleasure, guys. baby. Des, it's nice doing this the second time. Bach, Alex, y'all always know it's good vibes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. God bless y'all. Nothing but. See you later. It was a good conversation and productive conversation. Knocked it out of the park, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your insights, opinions, stories, and good vibes. We will see you guys for the conference finals. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out on the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at ProdCovoPod, or on TikTok at Productive Conversations. Next week, The Dating Pod. It'll come out either Monday or Tuesday. Go check out our Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. 
or Twitter at ProdConvoPod to see the initial updates on when that show drops. And I promise you, it's one of our best shows yet. Hopefully it becomes viral, but hopefully we all get something out of it because we surely were productive during the entire conversation. Very proud of the people involved. Erica, Brian, Sam, and Will. It was a very special show, and I want you all to check it out either this Monday or this Tuesday. Happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there who have led us in the right direction, who have been very kind, and who have been absolutely awesome, especially you, Mom. My mother, Donna Brown, you are my light, you are my inspiration, and you are so incredible with what you do. Not only an incredible mother, but just the way you go about life and how you take no shit from anyone and how you just treat us how we want to be treated and how you lead us into becoming better people, not only with me and my two brothers, but everyone around. You are as incredible as they get and i hope you have a wonderful mother's day mom i can't wait to celebrate with you on sunday and you will like my gift i really really believe that love you mom and i love each and every single one of you as well thank you for an incredible 150th episode now let's keep it going the job's not done let's keep moving and keep being productive and keep entertaining informing and inspire the greatest fans and listeners in the world the productive nation all right everybody have a wonderful weekend Don't forget to be kind to your mothers and thank them and appreciate them. And I'll see you next week as we talk about dating in this crazy world we live in. All right, I'll see you all very soon. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. See everybody.